What is up, guys? Hey, thank you for tuning to the football buddies. Uh, we're back this week, right after a crazy, crazy week of football. Uh, I think it's it's been a very topsy turvy tournament that we've had so far. Uh, so let's get into our intros. My name is Agba. Uh, Mimi Sheikh in the house. Isham here. <laughs> How is everybody? How how's your Monday? Mimi? Uh, Monday is uh, the normal Monday Monday mood. Uh, <laughs> just busy with work. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's been a very hectic day. But um, I think we enjoyed the weekends uh, from the Euro matches. Uh. Sam, how was your weekend? <laughs> uh, it was okay. Lah. Um, a bit of football, <laughs> um, but a lot more painful tooth. Because of my wisdom tooth. But other than that, uh-huh. I'm good. So yeah, looking forward to the next round of play. Alright. So the shout out to Yaz and uh, Anas who are currently uh, unavailable for today. Hope they get well soon. Yep. Yep. Let's get to the show, man. Let's go. Let's get it on. Alright. This is our show for today. We've got the contenders as the pretenders. That's the that's the main topic of our show today. Uh, then we got the round of 16 quarterfinals preview. Then we go on to the semis. And uh, we'll end it off with the Euros fantasy. Ready, guys? Let's go. That's about it. Right. So, contenders and pretenders. Why we came up with this topic was... Uh, why, yeah, Mimi? You were the one who came yeah. up with this, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, we wanted... Stuff. We, we wanted to uh, differentiate between the uh, hype and the substance uh, going on in the Euro 2020. Uh, there's a lot of teams that come in with a lot of hype. Uh, most people or fans uh, globally would look up to them and think that they are the uh, real contenders in the tournament. Yeah, it's the favourites in the tournament. But uh, more often than not, as we have seen in the past few weeks, sorry, past few, past week, basically, uh, we are starting to see who are actually becoming the pretenders of this tournament. Who are? You've seen a few. Uh. I believe you've seen, you've a, seen lot. a few. Seen you've a seen a lot. lot. <laughs> but it's, I think this, this tournament as a whole, currently, it's still a tournament whereby uh, it felt like Greece again. Ooh. Where all... 2000, where all 2004, the, right? Yeah, where all the favorites were like, what? I think everybody took a reset, press a reset button. Then uh, this was the tournament for it, After the pandemic, I think it's it's good to see fans back also in the stadium. Even if they uh, get COVID, Even if they. <laughs> shout, shout out to the Scotland fans. Yeah, man. <laughs> How can you go and watch a match while having COVID, guys? Yeah, man. But be a bit responsible. COVID is one of those diseases where you won't know you have it until you get checked out, right? So, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the first topic, which is uh, contenders versus pretenders. Uh, nice photo of uh, delete there. Ooh. All right. So, round 16. Let's start there. Huh? The contender, pretender, suddenly skip? Ah? No, no. Uh, it is correct. 
is in the that one lah, round of 16. Oh, it's is together, together. Who right, is the together. contender and who is the pretender? Yeah, so let's start with the, with the round of 16. What what was the general feeling when you saw the results or how the teams perform per se? Mimi, maybe you go first. Isham, Isham, you go lah, Isham. Huh? Okay, uh, I was surprised. Uh, okay, this is round of 16, right? So I'm just surprised that two teams went out. Like, I didn't expect these two teams to go out that early, like during that stage. And those teams were Netherlands because they were against Czech Republic. Um, and of course, um, France. Yeah, but um, I think I'm more surprised at Holland going out that early just because of that um, red card, which I think impacted the match. Then uh, eventually they lost 2-0. To a very strong Czech team, lah, I would say. Then, um, I mean, France against Switzerland. <laughs> um, I think it was a three-one to France until the eighty-fifth, eighty-seven minute. Yeah, correct, eighty-seven minutes. Yeah. Then, uh, <laughs> lo and behold, Switzerland scored two. Went into extra time. Then penalties. Then yeah, France got knocked out. But um. So yeah, those two teams, Holland and France, I didn't expect them to go out that early at the round of 16. Maybe they, maybe personally, I thought they would last until for France. Our last, I told, I told everyone that they're gonna win. Like I predicted, <laughs> I predicted them to win. Holland maybe oh. semi final. Yeah, so it was quite surprising for me for for those two teams to go out that early. Mimi, you surprised? France uh... and uh, Holland going out. Yeah, truly surprised, especially when uh, they are actually pitted against uh, what you can say are uh, mid-tier teams, lah. Mid-tier global <laughs> teams, middle seats, yeah, yeah. yeah. considered. Yeah, yeah, considered. And also another team that I think most of us felt that, hey, why so early? Yeah, go up is of course our Germany, lah. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Why are you touching your nipple? <laughs> batch lah, batch, 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 batch. This the current Euro jersey, right? Yeah, the black edition, okay. the one that they wore when they when they lost. <laughs> Basically, I think touching on what uh, Agba said earlier regarding this be- becoming like sort of the Greece tournament, uh, I partially agree and disagree. I, I think uh, there's a lot of teams that are. Overperforming in the third tournament, but it's not because they are not good and then they are like playing to the only strength they have. I think it's more of like they're actually just giving all out. If you can see all the matches, we actually want to predict the match, but we are kind of scared that these lesser teams are gonna outperform the better teams, which comes through most of the time, right? This tournament, yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at let's let's take Holland. For me, it, it is a big, very big surprise that Holland, Germany, and France went out on the same day. I mean, in the same round. I thought these three teams, one of them will actually last longer. France was the biggest surprise because of not because of lesser Switzerland. No, no disrespect to Switzerland and Milan Baros. Uh, but <laughs> I think uh, it's just the the sheer depth of the team. Yes, correct. It's just that the teams that are supposed to be underperforming did not have long seasons, and that might have played a factor in terms of them having better fitness, uh, for for these Euros, right? Yeah. So, okay. uh, teams like Czech Republic, teams like uh, Swiss, 
teams like Denmark don't really have players who are playing in Champions League finals or having 40-60 games a season. These are the kind of boys who play maybe 30-40 games a season. And then that's it, right? So, generally, fitness plays a part. I think most of the stars are tired. I mean, tired is not an, uh, an excuse, but due to the due to the pandemic last year and the season being cramped this year to, to finish off, to make sure that we have... We go back, we align back into a timeline whereby we have July and uh, June and July off. Uh, August, we will start back the Premier League and stuff. I think that's the reason, one of the reasons why most of the players look like they have burned out. Mm. That's my that's my only uh, excuse that I can give them, right? So, interesting, but in terms of like, interesting thing mm-hmm. la, for, for you to say that. Because like the one person that came to mind when you say that is uh, Shakiri. Yeah. Yeah, like having Shaq. not played that many games for Liverpool, but in Swiss he's the captain and performing very very well. Correct, he scored a goal though, nice goal, and, yeah. and 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 it shows the the class that he's in right because the finish was actually quite uh, calm and composed when the ball was actually mm. really really like Spain was all over the place in at a certain point. Oh yeah, hi Yas, <laughs> Yas is watching. Hello. <laughs> all right so um for those who are watching please drop a follow uh follow this kid is 40 you can listen to us every monday but going back to my point again uh Shaq has not been playing the whole season yeah true <laughs> yes us why hisham romelu no why hisham cannot? lukaku because he's some oh. bad team, so cannot look at <laughs> But going back to the France game, right? Uh, a lot of pressure was put on Pogba, especially, mm. I think, by pundits and uh, and I think his peers, saying that he was one of the causes for for France going out. Uh, what what do, what do you guys think about that? Do you think it's fair to drop everything on one guy, or was it a team effort then? I think it's not. It's not. It's not uh, exactly fair to blame Pogba for everything. Granted, he is the one who lost the ball uh, in centre midfield, which led to the goal. But for a team like France, uh, with such a high stature, world class players, and I'm I'm pretty sure their tactics are always on point. They lack the decency to actually defend while you are actually having a comfortable lead, and you got three minutes to go before the end of the game. Yeah, I think I think that's quite sad. I agree, man. Sham, what do you think of Pogba's performance uh, against the Swiss game? Don't count, don't count the goal because I think that was just in, down to individual brilliance, right? But as a whole, the whole uh, one hundred and twenty minutes that he played. What do you think they could have done better, or maybe was it uh, France just self-destructing at the wrong time? I think after the second goal, I think they they look um, as a team. Uh, they look a bit. I wouldn't say complacent. It's just like they they move a gear down. Like they played. Uh, I wouldn't say lesser, but they didn't like go all out until the ninetieth minute. Yeah. So like that's why like at three one, I thought they're like okay. We're gonna win. We're gonna win this. Then yeah. they got hit by the two goals. So I, 
Uh, again, they I won't. Quick, I, I, they win quick succession, right? The goals. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Quite and um, yeah, I, I won't blame uh, Pogba obviously because it's a team game. But um, what he could do better, I think, I think he gave his all already, lah. Yeah, and I, and like what you said, maybe he was of course um, fatigued from the first uh, from last season, and Pogba was quite dominant in menu last season, right? Then he brought it over to France, played well. Um, then maybe just got tired towards the end. I don't Mimi, know. Mimi and I giving Pogba the same look. Not really dominant. <laughs> I I mean, Pogba, yeah, I was, my next Pogba question is was, dominant at menu. <laughs> no, no. I think he played every, almost every game. Oh, tired, yes. tired. It's not uh, like yeah. Says France imploded a lot of chemistry issues. Hisham yeah, has been true. going on about these chemistry issues. Uh, I did. Since the start of the tournament, right? Yeah. Even before the tournament. That's right. Yet you still pick them to win the tournament. <laughs> yeah, because it was just two. It was just uh, Mbappe and Benzema. Then now, like it's uh Pavard's mother or whoever. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, Rabiot's mother. Everybody's mum. Pogba's <laughs> uh, mother, whoever lah. Got a lot, of, got a lot of mums get involved, like in the garden. Got a lot yeah. of mum, uh, soccer yeah, mum, all this. Soccer, soccer, soccer mums. Stacy's mum do join, ah, uh, fortunately. <laughs> Sorry, Stacy's mum never join. <laughs> all right, um, I think. Yeah, we can talk about the next team that went out that that shocked us a bit. Uh, Holland. I think they they played very very well during the uh, tournament. They were one of the most informed players. They had one of the most informed players in Gini Wijnaldum. Uh, they had Dumfries. They've had Marlon. The pain. Uh, the pain. Yes. Yes, he's feeling the pain. Poland went going out. True. But Netherlands has always been a pretender, right? <laughs> when was the last time? When was the last time that you actually sat down in a tournament watching, be it a World Cup or Euro or whatever not, that you think, eh, hey, uh, this one sure lah, sure Netherlands win. Okay lah. I I yeah, I, 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 I Sam, you go. I don't follow them, but um yeah like like almost every tournament right their lineup or their uh what they call it their bench their team their squad looks so good on paper that's yep. why i always feel about netherlands but yeah time and again somehow they will just find a way to not win lah yeah go out on penalties or whatever but like if you yeah. look at the ranks of players that have been under them or they have they have had in the past right like you talk about the likes of robin van persie uh who else uh Nigel all that. Yeah. Uh, Snyder, all those people, they are big names, but they just cannot perform together or underachieve or yeah, in this case, uh pretend no. <laughs> I, I, I classify them as pretenders because uh they are, they fall into another category, same like England. Everybody <laughs> supports them, uh, everybody okay. loves them. I mean not Openly, I, I mean, Holland is a more of an open. Uh, people are more open to supporting Holland or Netherlands or the Orange Army because it's easier to support Holland. Uh, I think than England because uh, England is uh, considered 
uh, one of those teams whereby you know they like now we are waiting for them to you know get knocked out and then everybody can say ha 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 I told you so but every time i i think they're going out they're not going out uh hopefully they don't win because Adams will not stop talking about it yeah man uh, generally holland the last time i think they really 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 had a chance to win was 2010 world cup the one that they lost to spain in extra time uh they were beating the likes of spain the likes of brazil uh they're not they were playing very very well and then they got to the final they lost in extra time i think that was just a spanish team that was really really deserving of a world cup because of the way they played but going back to holland this this particular tournament again yeah correct yes Dijon did a flying kick to Zabi Alonso's chest and he didn't get Reka, he got yellow. So this was one of this was the very tournament. Mm. But then going back to this tournament, I thought they had good players in Dumfries, in Marlon, in uh, Nigel De Jong. Eh, hey, Nigel, Frank, Frankie. Frankie De Jong. Uh, Wijnaldum, unfortunately. Uh, even without Van Dijk, they look very composed at the back. But they got found out when actually Dilip uh got red carded and then uh, this it just went it, it just all went wrong after that i think just one the, very bad day at the office for everyone <laughs> correct it's just what it, it just went to shit when just before the red card actually marlon had a chance one-to-one -one with the goalkeeper he tried to round the goalkeeper instead of taking a shot he missed mm. and then uh actually in my heart slowly i just said oh no is this one of those games and it, and it, and it turned out the way lah. <laughs> but the next round of 16 game that I wanted to talk about was uh, Spain and uh, Croatia. Let's go. Who would have thought we would have three all, two, three all games in one night? Two, three all games, yeah, correct. You watch also, you're tired. <laughs> you're, tired. <laughs> you're tired not because of the goals, but you're tired because of the topsy-turvy emotions <laughs> that you're having throughout the game, right? Uh, okay, okay, going to win. Alama, never win. Hey, alama, okay, 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 can win. <laughs> okay, okay, can sleep, can sleep. Hey, <laughs> yeah, hey, so yeah, yeah, correct. So Spain has been giving us that vibe, I think, for the past two games. <laughs> uh finals and round of 16. But round of 16, I thought uh the games were just crazy. Like. I think everybody apart from the Portugal and Belgium game, I think everybody else did very, very well. The Portugal and Benzel game, I think Portugal did not did not turn up. Uh, sad for Cristiano that he's, he is out. Uh, would, would have Maybe. loved him to go at least to the final at least. Maybe win and one defend more. the title. Uh. Yeah, and defend, defend the, the title, cup. right? Yeah, but I think Togan Hazard had other ideas. So Portugal are out. Uh, most of the teams, we're down to the final four. But uh, you guys want to talk about the quarterfinals? Mimi? Yep. Yep, let's go there. Uh, I think maybe we touch on the game that we watch, or the three of us uh, <laughs> watch together. <laughs> yes, yes. What a night. Yeah, so um, what we watched together was, and we're going to release a watch-along video soon, uh, once I finish editing it. Uh, <laughs> it's Spain versus Switzerland. That's right. That was the first quarter-final. We decided right. to do a watch along and it was one of the best ideas I thought we did. Because, <laughs> because 
uh, it's not easy to actually do a watch along while <laughs> while watching the game, especially with Isham. It was a very interesting. <laughs> it was a very interesting experience, lah. I would say one. Yeah, it was a very interesting experience. I must say, very interesting. Spain score. I think it was a it was a good idea, uh, but we had to choose the most funniest game, ah. Yeah, somehow we yeah. got it right. Yeah. yeah. I think Benzema and it was the only three, yeah. it was the only match that went to penalties. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> of all, that's the only game that had to go to penalties. Yeah, man. Isham that had was... to uh, rebook his grab twice because he already pressed book <laughs> and after that the game never finished. <laughs> yeah, good. so... Uh, I think the worst, the worst part was they had the two best keepers on show, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good or bad, don't know lah. <laughs> uh, Milan Baros, aka Sommer. And uh, who's the other fellow? Unai. Unai, Emery. Unai, Unai. Oh, Unai. Mr. Unai Simon. Mr. Miss Kick, own goal. Mr. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I thought these two goalkeepers were were going to be the deciding factor of the game. Mm. But uh, apparently, Switzerland had other ideas. Switzerland uh, played very very well. Uh, apart from the, apart from the sorry, apart from the own goal that they consider early. Hey, what happened? <laughs> can you hear me? We can hear you, but we cannot see. We can hear you. you. We can't see you. You can't I, see me. Okay, can okay, okay. I press the wrong button. Ah, <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> All right. Let me share my screen first before we start about quarter final. Oh, okay, okay. I wanted to press share. Then I go and press Take off camera. Uto. Oh, all right. So these were the teams that were in the round 16, and now we're in the knockout phases, which is more of the quarter final. We're going to talk about the quarterfinals. I'm sorry. Yep. So semi final, uh, quarterfinals. Spain versus Croatia. That was one heck of a game, ah, guys. Ah, yeah. We man. were talking about Zakaria. We were talking about <laughs> uh, Moreno. <laughs> Moreno, yes. Moreno. So, more for you guys for the for your information for the guys who are watching the information is Morata had to be subbed off during the game <laughs> to bring in Gerard Moreno. So Morata was not doing well. They brought on Moreno, who didn't do well either. Who did this? One for one. <laughs> like for like. So they like took out like. a bad striker for another bad striker. <laughs> the hair all the same. Complexion same. Play also yeah, like so, same. Uh, there was even one chance whereby the Switzerland defender actually set him up for a volley. Then he volleyed straight at the goalkeeper. Yeah. yeah that man. was the tale of Moreno. Uh, people who actually watched the game would know that Summer did well because every <laughs> all the Spanish player kick only near his hands. Yeah, man. So there was no really outstretched, no full stretch goalkeeping. But, but uh, saves, uh. yeah, but he got a twenty saves, <laughs> which which <laughs> which is good to good for him lah. Good lah, you save lah. Huh? But Switzerland actually only had one good chance, and they took it <laughs> uh. Yeah, and they scored. So I was like, what? And Sizzle uh, was playing without Shaka. So, yeah. Without Shaka. Mm. And 
guys, you need to watch the watch along video because before this call, I called out something and it happened straight away. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. True, yeah, true. That was just crazy, yeah. Got a lot of um, predictions. You predicted something. Mimi also predicted predicted something and it came through. Oh my god! During that, that match, was, during the penalty kick, Mimi, this one penalty during kick. me, Mimi, Bodo. <laughs> yeah, so unlucky for Switzerland. Uh, yeah, just unlucky. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the the Switzerland uh, exit, Mimi? Uh, quite unfortunate. I think, uh, given the fact that they actually stood on their own despite playing with uh ten men, they play with ten men, right? Ten men. Yes, correct. Yeah. And spin, even then, spin couldn't penetrate them. So, uh, I think it was lucky on Spain's part to go through, uh, especially when. Uh, you have the numerical su- supremacy and yet you couldn't win in uh, full-time or extra-time. And you had to go to penalties and had to have like three people miss for you to win. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, what do you think of the game that we watched? Um, like we said just now, I think we chose the perfect match to watch uh, <laughs> together, although we don't know what's going to be the outcome. Um, on Spain... Uh, advancing and Switzerland exiting, I think to a certain extent it was a fair result like because Spain most of the time had the upper hand like attack more, although most of it was towards the keeper or um, off target but they do have more attack compared to Switzerland uh, Switzerland did look dangerous on the counter but I think they only had plan A which was Shakiri and Jaka. so when you took both of them out like Shaga, Shaka wasn't Jaga? playing. Shaka wasn't playing because of the suspension, Jaga, and Shakiri was eventually sub off. So when you took both of the core of the team, then there was no there was no plan B for them, and it was um, shown um, in that match. All right. So the other quarterfinals that happened was. Uh, Italy and Belgium. I think Mimi and myself watched the most important part of that of that game, which is the first which half. Is the first half, lah. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I con- after he left, then I continued and uh, continued to finish the game. Just finish I, it, lah, because I, I also really continue at home. <laughs> then you went to work, uh, Akbar. <laughs> yes, then I went to work with one of the worst uh, headache hangover. <laughs> yeah, but wow. Luckily, yeah, the match but- didn't go to penalty, though. No, oh, but uh, surprisingly, I think uh, even as an Italian fan, I wasn't exactly confident of Italy mm. before the game started because it's going against number one team. I mean, yeah. you don't want to go against the number one team so early. I mean, if you meet at the final, it's fine. But yeah. I think I I think you can ask Akbar, the way Italy press Belgium, uh, crazy. Yeah. Something like uh, the pressing, uh. Same, but okay. <laughs> I think <laughs> pressing what? is okay. Wait, was it the was it the same pressing that we watched uh, Spain and Switzerland? Remember, there were times when we were just shouting. Yeah, yeah. So that, not that kind of pressing. Yeah, yeah. No, no, not I that think, kind of pressing. I think okay. this is totally a different Italian team. But my oh. bigger the bigger question here is actually: Is Belgium starting to turn into a pretender instead of a contender? Ooh. Are they only good on paper? Because it seems that they keep getting knocked out at the at the stages whereby you think that they can push through. 
and then they start to lose lose games, right? So I thought they would lose against Portugal. Uh, they didn't. They they got through. So I thought, okay, maybe they were for real this time. But then when they played against Italy, uh, uh, it really showed another side of them that we all never saw before, which is a very good pressing team with a, with Insignia and uh, Chiesa chasing everybody, every ball. I thought there was it was just crazy. Like, I think the vibe of that game was like maybe forward times 1.5, the speed. The speed of the first half was quite both of the team wanted it, like it shows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Italy wanted it more. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, like you see, <laughs> Immobile was, was actually playing more of a Firmino role. If I might add. Correct. Yes, there's only one Firmino. Yeah, lah, that's why he's Immobile. <laughs> okay, okay, correct, correct. <laughs> okay, but then okay, going back to the game, uh, Mimi, what do you think, Italy? Uh, awesome, awesome. Yeah, it, it, it actually <laughs> when when you look at Italy, right, you don't believe that it's Italy. Oh, okay. They're okay, not okay. playing like Italy. Full stop. Barring the defense, of course, you can't. You there, there's nothing to blame for Bonucci and Cellini, the the best pairing so far. Uh, dare I say in this Euro 2020. But going forward is totally different Italy. Like, you don't see the... Like, you know, the swagger when there's Totti or there's Perlo and then you have forwards, crazy forwards like uh, Baggio and all that. But now they are, like, more concentrated on teamwork. They mm. chase after every ball. They cover each other. That kind of thing. So, it's it's kind of... I don't know. I feel proud, suddenly. Even though I'm not Italian. <laughs> Yeah, so, so <clears throat> I watched that game and I was very, very impressed with what Italy, with what it, the Italians were offering, were asking questions of the Belgian team. Like, to be to be perfectly honest, I think both of us spotted that. Uh, I think three of us, we started the game. Isham left like maybe 30 minutes in. But uh, I think we both spotted that the, the both teams had aging defences. Vermaelen, Adewell and Vertonghen on one side and then uh, Bonucci, Cellini and I cannot remember the other guy on the other side. So it's a back, it's a back three. Uh, I was one of them who actually called out Itali- the Italians on the speed that Lukaku, Kevin De Bruyne, Witzel, uh, Torgen would give them problems. But, and, uh, and, the, and the new guy. Doku, Doku. Oh, my God. <laughs> Doku is actually a fantastic player. <laughs> yes. Doku was the one who got the penalty. Okay, okay, okay. okay. okay yeah, Doku got the penalty. Right. Doku. Yeah, I remember a lot of jokes. <laughs> good yeah, we should watch more football together. That's why we got a lot of funny, funny things happening. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, Doku was fantastic. Uh, he won the penalty for them. I thought Lukaku... Uh, uh, Lukaku had a good chance, I think 60-70 minutes in, blocked by, the, blocked by the defender. Uh, there was the goal was gaping, he lost his balance and all that. I think these were the small, small things that uh, collectively Somehow. became Belgium's undoing. Ah, okay, okay, okay. But that being said, it's still a question that I'm going to ask. Are they pretenders or are they contenders? Because everybody seems to be saying that, oh, Belgium's good on paper, man. 
But these are the things that we, we we need to stop saying about this kind of teams, right? So Holland was not good on paper, and eventually they went out, so they they were not given so much stick. But what about Bel- Belgium? Number one, number one team in the world, right? Yeah, uh, pre Euros, huh? right before Euros, they were number one. I think after Euros and after the Copa America, um, the, the rankings, rankings were changed. changed. Mm. Yeah. So, Sam, what do you think? Belgium pretender, contender? I will still put them as contender. Yeah. Any reason why? Um, I mean one, one bad ton. Uh, I wouldn't say one bad tournament. Like, so far, I think this is the best crop of players that they've had. Uh, during my time, at least when I watch them, like they have. Uh, right now they have both Hazards. They have uh Lukaku. They have uh KDB. Um, and the three aging uh, defenders. So I think this current crop is the best that they've had. So maybe one more tournament, if they are still playing together, then we can only decide then. But I think as of right now, I think they are still a uh, contender. Yeah. And like, if you look at it, Aiden Hazard was injured. KDB was injured at the start. So like, it wasn't, it wasn't really a full um, team at the start. Like it might be different. Like if you compare, for example, them with England, right? Like England had almost all the players uh, not injured from the start. Then they had they played all the way, the, uh, almost the same. Mm. Like because of the injuries, Belgium had to ch- uh, chop and change. I remember KDB not starting. I remember Hazard not starting. And then they were only introduced some parts of the game. Like uh, this was the group stages. Uh. So yeah. Me, what do you think? Belgium, I contender, think, pretender. Uh, Belgium, they can be a contender. I mean, they are contenders, lah. But to cement the position as a contender, oh, cement. I just need to look into uh, <laughs> social media. Uh, the the, no. the main meme that is being played out in all social media for Belgium is that they could have had a room full of trophies if they had the best defense. Correct. And they don't have it. They, they don't, don't have it. Yeah. So they got to figure yeah. that out before next year because next year is the World Cup, right? Yep. So yeah. it's back-to-back tournaments for these boys. They're going to they're gonna have two years of non-stop football. Good for us. I think for but, them, it's going to be very tiring uh, if, they don't, if, they don't, if they don't rotate. They get, get paid, what? This is their <laughs> job, what? <laughs> I think that's the general consensus for everybody. Like. Everybody's going to say, but you get paid well, every day. Yeah. I think there are times when we go to our own jobs where we get tired of it, right? So, But we don't play soccer. <laughs> we wish you play soccer. Then yeah. you will see how it, how it goes. But it's, but it's different. Lah. But yeah. I mean, um, we are human after all. Correct. So fatigue and all that is part of, um, part of life. Lah. What we're going to talk so about just, next is one of the most... Uh, Underrated teams. Oh, underrated. Yeah, Denmark. Okay, Czech Republic. <laughs> Ever since the uh, unfortunate incident with uh, Ericsson, I think Denmark has been a very rejuvenated team. Mm. Uh, they look dangerous with their players. Uh, I think. Uh, Mimi, could it be another 92 euros that Denmark eventually will go on and lift it? Uh, no, because that's Italy. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But if there was no Italy, then yes. Uh, I mean, they are the fairy tale team of this tournament for me. Uh, when they started out, <laughs> Denmark will get smacked by England. Yeah, sorry, you were saying. Yeah, Spidey Zik says Denmark will get smacked by England. I think Spidey Zik is Anna's student, is it? The uh, one that supports England. Yeah, yeah and follow Anna. Also support England also. <laughs> student teacher same. Okay, you're saying you're saying Mimi Italy. I mean, they they are the fairy tale team lah for Denmark. Uh, hmm. they, they they started out with. I wouldn't say a makeshift team, but what their current team is, if you're looking at the past few games, the likes of Damsgaard, Dolberg, I think they are coming into the team and then reinforcing the play. And who can actually uh, question Mailer's uh, contribution to the game for Denmark? Correct. Correct. Yeah, I think Denmark is one of those teams where they, they, they really fly under the radar. And then after that, they they just come up with the results thus far. But the next game that they're going to play is quite quite a tough one. Uh, England. Sham, what do you think of Denmark so far? Okay lah. I mean, when I watched that game, right, the incident, the accident, incident, uh, incident. I felt very sad lah. But after after that game, I felt that like you said, they were re- rejuvenated, and I felt that there is a one solid purpose now. The motivation, right? Yeah, yeah. like pre- before that, they're like, okay, I want to, we want to try and win Euro. Wait. Oh, no, no. We so want to try and see, yes, we want to try and see how far we can go. Just play our best and see how far we can go. But right after that incident, right, they're like, okay, let's do it for Ericsson. Let's do yeah. it for the whole nation. Because right now we are on everybody's eyes already. The whole, the whole world knows what happened. Everybody's eyes are on us. Let's try and prove people already. Let's try let's and do it. Let's do it for uh, Nora Danish. No, eh? Eh? no, no. no. <laughs> yeah. No. So like for them, it's like for for whatever reason they have found that that unity, that one one reason that um yeah like, keeps them uh, going in the tournament until now lah. Yeah. yeah. So uh yeah, it'll be a very interesting match against England. Uh. Will this be the toughest match that they are going to go? Uh, toughest team that they're going to go against? I don't think so. I think they've faced some uh, big teams also, like teams Wales. Like yeah, Wales was also a force to be reckoned with. And they uh, smack Wales about like nobody business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, their group wasn't really the easiest of group also. Like they had Belgium, obviously. And Belgium is now already out. They are still in. Yeah. So this Denmark team could could go far for all we know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Like just because of that renowned hope or purpose. Okay. So yeah. maybe let's move on to their their potential opponent. Uh, their opponents. Let's uh, go. England versus Ukraine. Mm. Mm. What the heck? The, I the thought Ukraine would give them a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Ukraine was a pretender to me because I gave me so much hope they would knock out England, but it. You got smacked instead. Shevchenko need to study again. Ah. <laughs> Shevchenko saw England then reminded him of Roman Abramovich and then was scared. Phobia, phobia, Yeah, so clean win. Uh, clean win. Uh, English, another clean sheet. Ah. Another clean sheet for... Yes. Pope, eh? Okay. Pickford, right? Pickford, Pickford. Pickford, lah, siya. What the hell, Pope? 
Okay, obviously I don't like Wifford, so. Why? Uh, why Harry Kane get, getting, getting on the score sheet. Two goals. His first two goals of the tournament. Couldn't come any more, uh, more apt in terms of timing. Mm. Me, what do you think of the performance, England? Um, it's a tale of two halves. Huh? Wow. The first half, I basically <laughs> nodded off. Uh, because England, I think Gareth Southgate, you know, all managers have the, the thing that where they do the, the tactics, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the whiteboard. Huh? So he basically put a protector and just said, okay, just play semicircle. Huh? Semicircle, semicircle. So the the defense just played like that, like semicircle, 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 semicircle. They didn't go forward. I don't know whether. I think it's a ploy. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's very results driven, but it's very irritatingly boring. Yeah, it kill it, it kills uh the fan who watch it lah. It it's kills the slow. players actually because you know who's in front of the defense, Mason Mount. Raheem right. Sterling, oh. Jaden Sancho. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I was going to talk about the lineup that he that he chose, right? So, who he picked for his lineup was actually initially was uh, Raheem Sterling, Mason Mount, Jaden Sancho, and Harry Kane for the forwards, and with Kelvin Phillips and uh, Declan Rice holding the fort. Yeah, and then going with a traditional back four. Uh, Shaw, Maguire, Stones, and Walker. Basically, a Manchester backline. Ah, yeah, to Man City. That's right. Yeah, so I think I don't know. I, I to me, Raheem Sterling has been the most underrated player for this tournament because of the system that England plays. Ooh, it favors Raheem Sterling more. Because Harry Kane is being used as a decoy instead of uh, instead of the a, main man. Uh. Yes, the main man. So uh, I've seen a, a sequence whereby they scored against how they scored how they got a chance against Croatia, whereby it's a free throw sequence. Player goes for a free throw. Harry Kane comes in and then it sucks out the two defenders, right? So it gives Raheem or even Mason Mount or Sancho to have roam spaces to roam in. Or spaces to go in to make those runs. So it's a good smart ploy by Gareth Southgate. But honestly, if you look back at the game, right, it was really, really slow in the terms in terms of the first half, especially when they when England scored so early. Mm. I don't know whether you watched the game or not, Sham. Sham, you didn't watch the game, right? Nope. Yeah, so that game was really, really slow. Uh England got a Got an early goal and then they started to sit back and relax. I think because it was just they in Rome, uh, they, they they started to play like Italians, take their time, <laughs> relax. And then the second half was a totally different England. Suddenly they come out, they start to play, they start to play decent football, and then they got three goals out of it. And uh, Jordan Henderson scoring one of the goals, his first goal for England. Happy for him. Uh, Harry Maguire also scoring, eighty million finally paying off. Uh, <laughs> But one of the most important thing for me is actually Luke Shaw. He's mm. he's had a fantastic season for Manchester United. He's he's putting on his form forward in England, and I think he might be one of those players who who determine England's success or failure in the semi-finals. If they go through to the finals, 
I think uh, Walker has been fantastic as well. Uh, but Stones and Maguire seems to be working. Unfortunately. I hope they lose to Denmark. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's basically the round on 16 and quarterfinals covered. Yeah, uh, can I just touch on uh, Luke Shaw? Go. The second half, yes, he was out of this world. Uh. I think uh, everything he, he touched turned into gold. But for the first half, I don't know, he was stifled. Uh. He wasn't playing the second half game. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's it's Gareth Southgate style. I think we saw it against Germany as well, right? The first the first half, they usually they will take, take their time a bit. Try one or two things. If it doesn't work out, then okay, we know you know what works and what doesn't work, and then he'll work on the second half. But we've never, we haven't seen a team that actually go at England from the get go, right? Yeah. So hopefully Denmark will be one of those teams whereby from the kickoff straight away, let's go at them and see how they, and see how they, uh, see how they react. Yeah. So England has had it easy so far. Even with Germany, Germany was taking their own sweet time. I don't know what was up with Germany when they played against England, they really, really looked uh, pale comparison to what they were in the last game against Hungary and Port- especially against Portugal. I thought that was the best German performance of the tournament so far, 4-2. Uh, but going back to England, let's see what our panel has to say regarding this uh, semi-finals that we have. Ready for the semi-finals, guys? Let's go. Yeah, predictions. Octopusy. <laughs> yes. We will see who is the octopusy here. The Euro pussy. Yes. So it's our normal uh, five guys look doing the predictions. Let's go with five guys, five guys. Five guys, a girl in <laughs> a pizza place. <laughs> All right. So Yas is predicting an Italian Denmark final. Going with Italy winning 1-0 and then uh, England losing out to Denmark. Uh, let's go to mine. I'm I'm also picking a Italian Danish <laughs> final. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm also going for Italian Danish final. I think the Italians will reign supreme against Spain. Spain will be found out if the Italians play like how they played against Belgium. Spain will actually really, really suffer. Uh, 2-1 is a, a bit of respect to Spain and it's a semi-final, so I don't think it's going to be that big of a scoreline. Uh, Denmark beating England, to me, is just... I just want England to go out. Interesting to see that um, you and Yas both predict that Denmark will score two against England. Yes, when they haven't when they haven't even let in one goal for the whole tournament, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <coughs> uh, I'm putting yeah, my head out there. I'm one of those guys who actually don't give a shit about former. I think it's just on the day. Uh, whether you make it or not, it happened. It all happens in ninety minutes. If not, we'll go to hundred twenty, and then after, if not, we'll go to penalties. Yeah, we'll see how it goes from there. So. Hey, why my score going? Isham. Yeah. Oh. Um, so Isham, prediction and explain yourself, please. 
<laughs> so I think um, Italy against Spain, I think it'll be a close match, but eventually I think Spain will just, um, I wouldn't say self-destruct, but I think Italy will find a way to score and eventually will win them 2-0. Um, as for England, Denmark, I think uh, the fairy tale will end for Denmark uh, at this at this stage. Um, they will play a very good game, but uh, England with the tactics that Southgate somehow manages um, to find the best for the opponents that they're going to face. Like it might not be the best formation for uh, for the viewers or for the audience to watch. Uh. Like it might be boring uh, in other way, in other, uh, in a way. But mm. when when it comes to results, I think Southgate will get his tactics right or like on point. And for this game, I think Denmark will score first, but England will still find a way and eventually outscore them. Yeah, but yeah. So my semi-final is going to be Italy going through and England going through. Uh, All right. So guys, if you're watching, you can just give us your predictions in the uh, chat below and we'll gladly share them. Do you agree agree with England or Denmark or Italy or Spain, guys? Will it be Italian-Danish final, Spanish-Danish final or Spanish-English final? Oh, that would be actually funny if Spain and England actually go through. Mm. A two most people don't care team then suddenly they just start going into the <laughs> <laughs> Alright. You'd say Anas's uh wow prediction. Wow, mm. so far Anas is the only one going with the spin with English and Spanish final, just like <laughs> I said. <laughs> wow. See? Anas yeah, is the, the one and only guy who will do that. And Anas, see, uh, Anas predict predicts two, uh. England 3-0. Wow. Amazing. England 3-0, never mind. Spanish and uh, the Italians and Spanish will play a 3-2 game. Donnarumma has not let in a single goal. <laughs> More than one goal in don't know how many games. What are I you think if that, if that were to happen, I think Mancini will retire. Could be. Uh. But then I don't think, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, I don't think the Spanish have enough firepower after the game that we just watched. Hey, right? They have. They have Morata and Moreno. Moreno. <laughs> <laughs> They should change their name to Marata Marana. <laughs> oh my god. They should right. start together, 4 4 2. Then we shall oh see. Oh, oh shit. That would have been a bundle of laughs, huh? They will start. <laughs> they will start running into each other, guys. Yeah. Then the ball will be in the middle of the two, and then one to kick. One to kick or one to kick. One to kick, one to kick. Or one will miss, or Mor- uh, Moreno will miss the chance, then Morata will score him. Then the next minute, Morata will uh, miss the chance. Then Moreno will score yeah. And it's all point blank <laughs> chances, no? Not the chances <laughs> like got <Gautan> one. <laughs> okay, Mimi predicts Italian mm. English final. Nice. 3-1 and 2-0. Me, why? Uh, Italians, just because they are Italians. Uh, and Spain, Spain did, don't don't give me the vibe that they want to win. Uh, not really there in the tournament. For England, Denmark, I think we, the rest of us, with the exception of uh, Anas, wants Denmark to win in our hearts. But uh, <laughs> tactically, I think England is superior. And yeah. I don't know, I have this hunch mm. that in this final... <laughs> I think, I think you have this hunch that it's coming home. No, it's no, not no, coming home. I have home, this please. hunch that this English team that Southgate is going to put up uh, against Denmark, right, is going to be a very fast one. Uh, they're going to play Rashford and everyone. 
Oh, interesting. Why? Why that hunch? Or oh, just a random hunch? Ah, uh, random hunch. Interesting. But then, do you think the the Danish defense <laughs> cannot contain these 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 strikers? Or would you think that Gareth Southgate would like to suffic- just go at them from the get go and then change change the mood of the game? Because people would think that England would like to play soft and steady football. Suddenly they come out pressing and charging and scoring. Yeah, uh, I'll, uh, I'll be the second, uh, your second opinion, which is uh, as what we say lah, speed kills lah. So yeah, speed kills. kill them early, and then after that play the semicircle game ah, play lah. Oh my. Semi-circle. Okay. <laughs> I think if you get to tune in at halftime to England, I think that should be it lah. That should be. It. Yeah, England. I think England have finally found a way to actually hold on to uh, results. And uh, so far, the only thing that I can comment on them, right, there has not been any desperate defending. I mean, like, you know, those ball in penalty box, kecho, everybody like diving here and there trying to save the ball and then eventually the ball ends up in the net. I haven't seen that from England this season. Uh, I mean, this Euros. The I only time that I... Jinx it, Yeah, so the only time that I saw them have a problem was against Germany when Harvard's put uh, Muller through, and he was one to one with the goalkeeper, right? That was the only time where I saw what uh, England had a problem. England was oh, okay. That was the only time. But other than that, I thought England. I think England is very solid at the back. That's why they haven't considered any goals yet. But they will concede yep. two uh, tomorrow. Uh, I think Wednesday. Sorry. <laughs> we shall see. Yeah, we shall see. We shall see. All right. Now it's time. Uh, thank you for your predictions. Uh, if you have any other predictions, you can drop it us, uh, drop it on our socials at uh, the Football Buddies, uh, on our IG, Facebook. You can just drop us any any comments that you have for us. Yeah, uh, we'll be more than glad to uh, reply, cater, reply, or even debate with you, man. Yeah, <laughs> banter yeah. is fun. Banter is fun. Banter is fun. Banter. All right. So our last part of the show today. Let's go. Z. We're going to reveal some things at the end. Very interesting things. Hold on. Huh? Let me get this thing here. New tanks. New tanks. New tanks. New tanks. <laughs> All right. I'm here. Let's go. Oh, my God. What is that? Can you all see? Yeah, can, yeah. can. All right. So, uh, we've got Mr. Holy Grail, Mr. Sassy, leading the pack. There since but day one. My goodness. Since day one, he's been leading the pack. But uh, yeah. if you want to see group stage, it's Mr. Sassy having a very, quite a big lead. Knockout stage. Actually. Oh, then it changed. Yes, so for knockout stage, Mr. Ni- Mr. Samir from Nepal is actually leading everybody else. So, uh, kudos to you, Mr. Samir. But uh, overall, it's still Mr. Sasi holding on to the lead. Very slim yeah. read. Uh, Town FC comes a close second and then we got Shermanator with Hungry Hippos. It's not all like street soccer team, NSL. <laughs> <laughs> I used to play a team uh, called Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> we laugh at the name. Uh, we cannot trash five zeros. Yeah, what the heck? 
Nama kita nama style-style Viper. Ya ya ya, dekat confirm eh. Viper Cobras all confirm eh. Ada Rovers. I think NSSL was the most fun time of our lives, right? Yeah, man. I thought NSSL I still remember people... going and then we had, we were against a, a, a team of uh, I don't to say Mud Rips, but yeah, they are Mud Rips. Yeah. Uh, and then their, their team name was Kalagado FC. <laughs> I didn't know whether you wanted You wanted to play well or not? <laughs> Masuk, the moment you enter the court, you got fear. No? Kalah Gado FC, wah, you didn't lose. For those of you who don't understand, Kalah Gado FC means uh, lose, fight, FC. So if they lose, they're going to fight. Oh, this so is if good, you're not prepared to become an MMA fighter at the end of the game. Oh, Kalah Gado, eh? Kalah Gado FC, cool lah, yeah. sir. <laughs> And there's nowhere to run, right? Like, technically, like, the whole place is... Uh, it's either in a cage or like street soccer court then and then correct, correct. <laughs> they gadu nowhere to go bro so yeah we are looking at the table correct so, <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry yeah. I got distracted by the Kala Gadu FC I was still thinking <laughs> alright so we've got our friend Mr. Mimi sitting happily in fifth nice. he has been represent. a content performer represent <laughs> 57, 54, 71, 59 and 61 points. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, no doubt. I think, eh, oh, basket. The only players that go out is Belgium. Hey, Mimi, time to change Spinazzola. Spinazzola out for the season already. Koya already the uh, Achilles. Yeah, I know. And then Locatelli also not playing. Damn. Yeah. Alright. So, Mimi, can you explain a bit of your team, what's your tactics and uh, what, 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 what? thinking went on when you uh, decided to choose players i think for this round of uh quarterfinals i i just gambled uh as you can see uh there's this center spine of england kane mm, sterling yeah. stones pickford they were originally on the bench uh. so Four. my uh essentially it was just italy belgium um Spain and Denmark playing. And then I realized uh, Spinazzola got injured. Locatelli never played. Uh, yeah. And then uh, Belgium didn't perform well. Uh, Donnarumma considered. So I put this four in. And then right at the last minute, just before the England game. Is it England played first or the other team? England played last. So it was the Denmark game first, right? Denmark first. Okay. So one minute before the Denmark game, uh, my hand itchy. I changed the <laughs> captain. I changed the captain from Sterling to Kane. So it was wow. a good, uh, good gamble, lah. Good itchy, yeah, good man. itchiness. Good, good itchiness, kind of itch. Huh? Good kind of itch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The second person, oh me, yeah. Oh, thank you. Huh? Ah, wow. <laughs> okay. So you can see. Uh, my team, half of the team kena knock out already. Email. You still got yeah, your so, two, two cards, right? Eh, wild card. Is it wild card? I still uh, got my wild card. Nice. Uh, I've got my wild card. I don't nice, have my nice. limitless. I use my limitless already. Nice. Hey, so you're 45. Tada. Yes. 
So the only mistake I made was not to put Jordi Alba for holes. Why you got holes? Yeah, so I got I don't know how to spell this word. I don't know how to say this word. Mahale. 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 Kufal. Uh, Bonucci. And then uh, I I got it right with Shaq, with Shaq and Sterling. Nice. OEB and Holes did not do well. So Sheikh, Rukaku and Immobile. I mean, I did quite well in terms of uh, match day 1, 2, 3. Very consistent. Then round of 16, uh, we all know what happened. <laughs> all the monkey team went out. And then uh, I managed to get back for my quarterfinals. Semis, I haven't done any changes yet. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, we have to see. Lah. But I didn't confirm I have to... We, I can make five changes, right? Semis. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, changes? Five, three changes. Five. five uh, so I need... Oh, I got one extra. Take lah. Minus four point. Oh, don't lah. Don't change first. Means that one yeah. one keeper don't play. Ah. Your donor yeah, rumah correct. good enough for you, right? Hmm. Correct. So, um, for now, I haven't decided on what I wanted, wanted to do, but uh, the general consensus of the team is not to try and double dip on teams, but I took the spine of uh, Czech Republic, thinking that they would beat Denmark. Ooh. I have a good Czech Republic representation here. Then they got knocked out. I mean, Lukaku and Mobile were the two strikers that were informed going into the knockout stages. And then uh, Raheem Sterling is just England's formation favoring him. Uh, so I thought he would. Yeah. <laughs> Let's look He's at the next Bring it home. Anas. Mr. Longa FC, Shah. My friend, my friend. Okay. Right below is Anas. We've got Kopi boys. I'm just looking at the names. Hey, other lah, siya. Viper United, go. <laughs> Viper United. This is this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> then got Bandung Rovers. See? Mm. I told you. This is the... Oh, this one, style. This one is cryptocurrency team. Huh? <laughs> ADA. Okay, going back to Sana International. This one also. This one, the name like uh, a property agent. MLM, MLM. MLM, Sana International. Uh, if you get two friends, you get another two friends. Then you get four. Then you become the first, the top lah. The top, then the team, then the pyramid. Mr. Anas uh, did quite well for his uh, quarterfinals. Uh, he had Harry Kane. He captain Harry Kane. He had Insignia. Uh, he thought Grealish would play. Grealish never play. He had Unai Bros. Nice. Unai Bros. <laughs> he had That's Unai, nice. one of his goalkeeper. Yeah, man. But he stuck with Good Pickford. Good change, so Yeah. So he stuck with Pickford and then uh, Kufal and Espiliqueta, uh, Kevin De Bruyne, Zuba. Who was that guy uh, that we liked from Swiss? Zakaria, yeah. is it? Yeah. No, no, no. Then we kept Zakaria. making fun of him. Olmo, Olmo. Olmo. <laughs> Olmo. <laughs> that guy that doesn't the, look like the a... Don't, yeah, yeah, man. Blonde. Yeah, man. Man, then the other guy, the one that didn't... The one that wear socks like um, Grealish. Lorente. Nasty, really, Ejel. Eh, tenang macam 
All right. And uh, now we look for Mr. Hisham, who's at number 36. 30. Yeah. Hisham number 30 ke tak lah? 36, 36, correct. 36, right? Yeah. yeah. So Hisham beat very well in the quarters. Uh, he had Shakiri, uh, Luke Shaw, Stones. Why? Why lah he captain lah pot? Itulah sebab. Because I captain, then I sleep. <laughs> Dumb ass. Had you captain okay, Sterling or Shaq or, or maybe Shaw. Luke or Shaw, Shaw you, would have, you, you would have, I think, climbed higher, bro. Luke but, Shaw, and after I put Pickford as keeper, was oh, settled. Yeah, but good to see that Hisham is making big strides in terms of FPL. <laughs> considering <laughs> from must, where he started. You must understand this is a Euro tournament. Ah, this is yeah, yeah, one, yeah. Seven, but, seven matches can change, man. Correct. But <laughs> if the fact that you get, plus. you're getting your lineups right. Oh, so it, it shows that yeah, the progress lah from having like who was siapa dia ada that time kat dalam tier yang kita ketahukan tak tahu lah there's a lot the of Arsenal, the Arsenal guy oh my god this will waste time so serious sometimes <laughs> but next season FPL is open guys we'll talk about FPL uh, lah season 2 season 2 season 2 season season we need to end season 1 first yes we also tired we also tired. We need we need some weeks off, ah. Huh? All right. So last but not least is uh, Mr. Yase. Yeah, man. Oh, this kid is forty, and uh, oh, where is he? Ah, forty plus. Forty plus. Tala, no, 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 no. thirty. 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 Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You, 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 what name is this? Fucker. Maybe. Uh. <laughs> no, it's, I think it's a it's a Chinese one. Fucker. Fucker, yeah, right. Nampak? Haugam Rovers. My friend. Lorong Asu FC, bro. Who's... Okay, this one I don't know. What? In Rod Zorkon, hmm. mampus. <laughs> Sontoloyo, eh. <laughs> and we've got Rock. At number 49. Nice. Okay, like, let's talk about the bottom three first before we talk about Yas. Let's go. Sontoloyo. Wherever trust... you are. And Loba. Mr. Loba, if you're watching, please change your name to Rabak. <laughs> he only got 8 points. <laughs> oh, maybe he never changed lah. Yeah, he still I have Mbappé. He still got Mbappé. He still got Ruben Diaz, yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so I think he never changed. Forget to change. I think he sleep also. Buang already. This one not sleep, bro. This one sleep from France games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one sleep since the round of 16. Huh? This one coma, bro. <laughs> I think it's COVID. He do last minute. Then he like on the bed. Should I change? Should I change? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mbappé is one. Oh, yeah. This one, I tell you. Okay. So, he has did 35 points. He had Murata, wow. Rasha. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this boy. A lot of Spanish players, huh? Murata, Sarabia, Jordi Alba, Laporte, yes, Pinazora, Donnarumma, Kufa. Oh, what, what a captain. Look at the captain. Captain is Dolberg, yeah. Hmm. I think the, the only one that I see is Dolberg. Yeah, but Interesting that must be the FIFA ultimate team kicking in. Uh. Ah, okay, okay. Knowing all these players, play FM. So usually when people pick this kind of picks, it's, to me it's just that they got a lot of football knowledge in terms they go from FM and uh, FIFA. Yeah, agree. But nice to see everybody uh, doing well. Uh, guys, don't forget our league has 
has prizes and we've been talking oh, about top it. Top five, is it? Top five. Yeah, yeah top five. I will win. I will win. You? No, no. Uh... Excluding us, everybody will win, and also you have to be. <laughs> no, maybe you order the prizes. Maybe <laughs> order to simpan. You order, then you keep. Cannot lah. <laughs> yeah. So the the rules state that we need to be. Uh, <clears throat> you have you are not supposed to be part of the panel, and also you need to be a Singapore based team. So, <clears throat> in this case, right now, Mr. Achadip has gotten into fifth place because Mr. Samir is from Nepal, and uh, thank you for your for for joining us. We really appreciate it. I hope you join us in FPL also. Then maybe we can work something out for you, man. <clears throat> maybe lah, maybe we we'll see. But we still got two more games, lah. We still got two more. Yeah, we still got two more games to go, but we can climb. Well, and we Mr. really appreciate if uh, those people in the top ten you just like DM us or something because from the names and the team names are uh, really yeah, coming. We don't know who you are. <laughs> and we like, really... there are some some of them are following us on Instagram. That one, that one, I think we know. But there are some yeah. that is really like I don't know from where. Yeah, yeah but yeah. um, I I mean it's Mr. very Mohan. nice to see. 40 other people, 40, 44, 40, yeah, 44 other friends. 45, the, yeah, 45 people, 45 teams that, yeah. um, maybe, the panel, yeah, mm. not the panel, and maybe 15 nice. are friends of the panel, maybe the, then the rest is just complete strangers. It's nice. nice, it's really heartwarming for us, especially for me, to see yeah. that the number of followers that we have and the number of participation that we have. I hope this translates into the FPL that we have next season with you guys. Hmm. Uh, it's going to be more interesting, more fun, more, definitely. More, more fun, prizes. more prizes, maybe. All yeah, right, just, so just, just drop us a DM, uh, basically, because we really want to give the prizes to the actual winners, uh, not to and uh, not to forfeit anyone. <laughs> yeah, man, so that you don't keep uh, the prizes. <laughs> if not, I keep. We, we, uh. we don't. We don't want Mimi to keep the prizes, uh, guys. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay, so what are the prizes, Mimi? What are some of the prizes? Right. Uh, okay. So maybe you can talk to the prizes. So uh, these are some of the prizes uh, that, that that you guys are gonna get. Uh, I mean, uh, we have uh, sponsors from uh, G Edu Tech. Uh, those are basically tech prizes, lah. Means uh, it's gadgets, robot, uh, not robot. big ones, but still substantially good ones. Oh, I like uh, that. Substantially. <clears throat> And then we have uh, defunct. If you Google it, you will know what we're talking about. Uh, it's all about sound. Uh, it's all about uh, good uh, earphones and all that. So defunct is one of the brands that's sponsoring us. Uh, we also have the good guys from Matchday Brews. That's uh, right. Giving us some good, good packages of drinks, I guess, for for the winners. Uh, he came down for one of our shows, right? Last year, yes, earlier, earlier podcast. Yeah, and uh, his drinks are really good. Trust us on that. Sure. Super. Uh, what is this? Crook by Anabil. Uh, it's a uh, one of our panel family business. Am I correct? Yes, correct. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, snacks because I believe that uh, when you watch a game of soccer, you gotta have your snacks. Uh, nice, nice. Yeah. And Adidas, uh, you know what Adidas stands for. Uh, we're not gonna tell you what's coming up, so just stay tuned for the prizes. It, and then is it, we don't know. Is it a boot? Is it jersey? Is it balls? Is it training kit? We don't know. We, we don't know. Maybe it's a trip 
to meet Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah, Ronaldo gemuk. Aku <laughs> boleh jadi situ. <laughs> We don't know. Ah, uh, underwear all, all have. Underwear, a lot, okay. everything. Deodorant, deodorant, deodorant. Three, four, ten. That one. Oh, can spin. Yeah, spin, 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 spin. <laughs> so the last one is TFB. So uh, TFB is basically us, the football buddies. Uh, we have some surprises in store in terms of uh, uh, prizes. And we're not going to be telling you what you're going to get unless you're one of the top five. But of course, once the winners are out, you'll know what, what they're getting. And uh, we hope that this will entice more people to join us in our next Fantasy League for the that will be bigger. The prizes will be a lot. Um, a lot. Uh, a lot. <laughs> Even this round of prizes is already a lot. Like if I were to be getting in them, I'll be like, oh, wow. Yeah. All right, guys. Then someone been... I top five. They never get. <laughs> <laughs> it's been an hour and 16 minutes already. Nice. Uh, thank you for your time today. Uh, I hope to... I hope we have a good semi-final. I think the quarterfinals have been fun. I hope the semi-finals are not uh, snooze fest games uh, or even we go to penalties like both for both semi-finals, I think it's going to be very tiring. But uh, what a, okay, let's put it out there. Now, who you think would win the Euros since we are going to the semi-finals already? Cham? Well, I think it's a very close call. Uh. I would say Italy. But if you it's mean? not Italy, then England. Uh. Wow. Yeah. Mimi, what do you say? In the spirit of uh, Jersey Shaw, Italy, Italy, Italy. Jersey Shaw? Eh? I'm also thinking Italy, but uh, I think if Denmark gets to the finals, they they will win it. Eh? Whoa. Yeah, so uh, I'm with Yas on this one. Yas, says, Yas is one of those who says that uh, it's, it's already preordained that uh, Denmark will win it. Because of uh, what has happened in recent weeks, so uh, let's just wait and see. Thank but yes, prediction has been shit lah throughout this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> you can actually, uh, you can actually see how he predicts through his FPL. Ah, <laughs> uh, true, true. All right, thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Thanks for Good having night. us. Do follow us on our socials. Um, share us around. All right, follow us. Till next week, take care, and now Bye. we will roll that outro.